0: Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. It's Friday, July 21st, 2023, episode number 223. In the news this week, AFT sent out an email about the rules at the New Jersey track, and I think it's actually a rule that applies to most of the season, but they are definitely making sure that nobody wears shorts that will be working on the motorcycles at New Jersey, and that is a state law. It's not AFT just making up rules. So that's the new, newest, latest info coming out of AFT. I mentioned last week that Alito, Illinois was running. That was an RPM race. I only have the pro results and I only have the top three, but it was Tom the Bomber Drain taking the win on his 450. Blackjack, Trevor Brunner was second, and Bronson finished it up third. Bronson Bauman on his KTM twin was third. So I think that's good for Bronson to get more seat time on that twin, get that thing dialed in. He's getting closer and closer to being in the front on his KTM. Also, last weekend was the A.J. Herrera Memorial Race out in Ventura, California, at the same track we were at uh, for American Flat Track earlier this year. It was James Ott picking up the win, Kel Kochman was second, and Stevie Bonzi was third in that 450 Pro Singles class. I hit up Brad Baker to see how the results and how the event went up there in Michigan at Baker's Bash, the second running of that, and he said everything was great the track looked amazing in all the videos and all the pictures i saw he did send me some of the results uh, from the first day the first day was the big money day and the dash for cash it was tom drain taking the win and it was bronson bauman second on his ktm davis fisher was third braden fanders was fourth and jordan Jean was fifth that was the dash for cash in the 85 cc modified class it was deegan Lickfeld taking the win on the husk varna that's number 54 from midland michigan Beckham Daniels, which is Dallas Daniels' little brother, was second. Ryan Green, a Carsonville, Michigan rider, number 68, was third. 450 Modified Class. Braden Fanders picking up the win. Colby Giammeri was second. Skylar Centel, a third-generation flat tracker like myself, was third. Ethan Kitchen was fourth. And Carson Green was fifth. 250 Modified Number 88, Trevor Martin, took the win. Addison Klink was second. Cash Pangborn was third. Michael Nord was fourth. And Cole Pangborn was fifth in that one. Open expert money class. Tom Drain taking the win on the Yamaha. Bronson Bauman was second on his KTM. Ben Lau was third. And he's listed here on a Yamaha. Fourth was Davis Fisher on his Indian. Actually, I believe he broke out his own Kawasaki. Billy Ross was fifth. And Braden Fanders, 6th, Jordan Jean, 7th, Ethan Kitchen Knight, Skylar Sintel, 10th, and Carson Green was your top 10. Actually, it looks like there's 15 bikes that did make the finish. Two bikes were listed as one a DNF and one a not start. So, a pretty big field there in Michigan. There's also a Speedway class. Chad Rawl took the win. He's from Mansfield, Ohio, so it's probably a relative of Ronnie Rawl. Jesse McCaig was second. Daniel Weicht was third. And Chris Hathaway was fourth. So that was a Speedway class. That was another class that Brad sent me. Brad also wanted me to let you guys know that Lassie Kervinen was there from Finland. And he ran a 12th place in the Open Expert main event. So he's actually a two-time FIM flat track world champion from Finland. Came over to check out Brad's race. So that's pretty cool. Speaking of fim races i did see that sammy halbert's going over there to try to win the fim world championship for flat track i heard it's all on small motors like 450s so good luck to sammy halbert going for that fim championship i heard he'll try to be back for the castle rock tt let's shift gears and go to the rva out there in virginia mike hacker and john nickens race friday night open pro main event this was at capital city short track open pro was uh, Trent Lowe taking the win, Morgan Mischler was second, Trevor Bruner third, Dan Bromley fourth, and Chase Sadoff was fifth. In the 450 Pro-Am, Morgan Mischler, Trent Lowe, Trevor Bruner, Chase Sadoff, and Jonathan Connaby In the 30-plus class, Nick Anderson, which is Dan Bromley's brother-in-law, took the win, Kenny Dolan second, and Brian Bueno was third. Grand National Hooligan Championship Series, Georgie Price was the winner, Ron Wood was second, and Ben Ludlow was third. 450 amateur class, Walker Porter took the win. Shelton Brooks was second. Aiden Johnson was third. Open amateur class, Aiden Johnson took the win. Walker Porter was second. The Budman, Adam Cast- Costin, was third. And it looks like uh, Shelton Brooks was fourth. Brandon Ramsell was your top five. In your 50-plus class, Kenny Dolan taking the win. Greg Boyle second. Gary N. Rowdy was third. Vintage Lightweight, so that would be the small motors. I think it's 360 and smaller. Uh, maybe it's 215 and smaller, but it was Ron Andrews taking the win. Gary N. Rowdy was second. Dave Singleton was third. Vintage Heavyweight, so the big bikes. Sean Glass was your winner. Aaron Woods was second. Dave Singleton was third. 250 Amateur Class, the Budman Adam Costin taking the win. Cody Mishu was second. Ramsel was third. Adam Cockley was fourth. And Braxton Reagan was fifth. 85 CC Class, the Brody Hanson taking the win. The Flying Flea, that's Kenny Coolbest's nephew. Braxton Reagan was second. Jaden Nickens was third. 65cc class, it was Jaden Nickens, your winner. Wesley Settle was second, and Wayland Edwards was third. In the Bruce Turner Dash for Cash, Morgan Mister took home the big money. Trevor Brenner was second. Trent Lowe was third, and Nick Henderson was fourth. On Saturday night for the RVA, they went to Virginia Motor Speedway, which is in Saluda, which we raced there back in either 05 or 06. I've been there before with uh, Live Eye Sports. Uh, The Dash for Cash, Trevor Brunner took the win, Trent Lowe was second, Chase Sadoff was third, Maxwell was fourth, Bromley was fifth, Price was sixth, and Cam Smith was seventh. So there's seven guys in that Dash for Cash. In the Pro Twins main event, Dan Bromley took the win, Brandon Price was second, those two were on Yamaha Twins, and Cam Smith was third. He was on his Yamaha Twin. so it was a Yamaha Twin sweep, just like the Barbara Fritchie Classic. 85cc class, Brody Hansen, Braxton Reagan, Jackson Settle was third, and Jaden Nickens was fourth. In the 50 plus class, riders 50 years old and older Greg Boyle, Kenny Dolan, Chad Mason. Open Pro main event, Trevor Bruner, Trent Lowe, Morgan Mischler, Chase Sadoff was fourth, Bromley fifth, Whale, Price, Cam Smith, and Aiden Brown. Grand National Hooligan Championship Series, The Rocket Ron Wood took the win. Georgie Price was second. Andy Moreno was third. 450 Amateur Class, Walker Porter, Aiden Johnson, Shelton Brooks. In the Vintage Class, TJ Swartley, Delbert McGillicuddy. Haven't said the name Delbert in a long time. We used to have a, a guy that raced with us in the VDTRA back in the Midwest. His name was Delbert. So it's an unusual name. And to go with the unusual first name, McGillicuddy, another unusual name. So, Delbert McGillicuddy was second. Jason Bennett was third. 65CC class, Wesley Settle, Jaden Nickens, and Ella Nickens got third. Open amateur, Walker Porter, the Alabama Slammer. Aiden Johnson, Cody Mishy, Jonathan Conby, and Adam Coston was fifth. I did see on the social media that Walker Porter was going to be riding uh, Robbie Bobby's bikes or the bikes that normally Dalton Gautier rides I guess he had a little get off in the week leading up to the race and uh, he said he'd be good to go before we head to New Jersey this weekend shifting gears one more time let's go to square deal I talked about that a little bit last week I don't have any of the results other than Cody Cop taking two wins On his last lap pass to win the Kyle McGrain-Jameson Minor Memorial Race, he got by Craig Estelle, who used to be national number 51, to take that win. So Cody Kopp wins two races at square deal. Let's go ahead and bump it into high gear to wrap up this segment. Bridgeport Half Mile at Bridgeport Speedway in Swedesboro, New Jersey, this weekend, tomorrow night, just across the river from Philadelphia. It's a high-banked half mile, and they call it the Kingdom of Speed. Also, the Royal Enfield Build Train Race Ladies will be there. Who's going to win that one? Um, Morgan Monroe seems like she is the one to beat. Zaria Martins is up there. She's really close. And Kinsey Luker. Those three should be up there battling for the win of this one for the Royal Enfield class. The Premier class, Mission Super Twins, 23 total entries. Seven Yamahas, six Indians, four Kawasaki's, three KTMs, two Royal Enfields, and one Harley-Davidson. After the last round in New York, Meese now has the points lead for the first time this season. So we will see. How is Dallas Daniels going to respond to that? Will he pick up the pace? Will he settle to run behind Meese? Meese is the half-mile specialist. We know that for sure. Uh, depending on what the racetrack does, I heard it's a very high-banked half-mile. So that should be good for the Yamaha. Should be good for the KTM. But actually, it should be good for the Indian as well. So it should be the same players on the car track half mile. So you're looking at Jared Meese, you're looking at Dallas Daniels. I think Brandon Robinson's going to be up there. Breyer should be up there. There seems like they're getting that KTM figured out. And Davis Fisher, you know, he he he's shown signs of going out there. You know, winning the winning the dash at at Mineral Wells, West Virginia, another high banked race car track. This could be another track where Davis Fisher gets up there and battles for his second career win. And also, somehow, you know, J.D. Beach somehow pulls off top fives whenever we're not even talking about him during the day. But right there at the end of the race, sometimes or somehow he's always up there and pulls up, pulls off another top five. In your parts unlimited, AFT singles class 31 total entries. So they'll all make it into the night program, which is good. It'll take off the pressure of some of the three digit numbers. I believe there's like 11 three digit numbers. So a lot of rookies going, going out there to try to make the main event. Knowing that, you can focus on your setup for later. You know, you want to go out there and get a quick time, pick up that $500 Pronto Parts Plus Poll Award, because that's, if you win that, that's one third of what it pays to win the main event. Plus, it'll give you a good starting spot. So, of course, qualifying is important. But when there's only 31 bikes, you're guaranteed a starting spot in a heat race. It kind of just takes the pressure off of off of you as a rider, you know, knowing that you're, you're going to be in a heat race. So, we'll see if that plays a, a factor at all. You know, the last few rounds, we've had more than 31. So, everybody's, you know, tense and trying to get at that last, you know, 32 spots to make it into a heat race. 13 KTMs, 12 Hondas, 3 Yamahas, and 2 Husk Varnas. Again, I, I mentioned earlier when I was talking about the Super Twins, it is a car track, so I'm looking for the same front runners again. Cody Cop, Chase Sadoff. I called it before the New York race. I thought Sadoff was going to win, and he came up about two laps short. Trevor Bruner. You know, I, I gave him a C on FS1 earlier this season just because he hadn't yet showed up to the party. Well, he's here. You know he's not the host of the party yet. That's Cody Cop, but he is up here to be the spoiler. You know he can come up here and get a win, reel off a few wins. You know that'd be good for Trevor Bruner, and maybe it's maybe it's time for James Ott to get his first career win. I know winning out last weekend in Ventura, going back to California, that helps. That helps your your momentum. You know he beat some fast guys. Kel Kokman's no slouch. Stevie Bonzi's no slouch. So to go out there pick up a victory you know, come back out here to the East Coast and and try to get another victory and and actually try to get his first victory with American Flat Track. Uh, Maybe it's his time. Or maybe it's Shana Texter's time. You know, she's from not too far away. You know, just across the river is Pennsylvania. Shana grew up in Pennsylvania. I'm sure she's going to have a lot of family and friends out there. Maybe it's time for Shana to show her stuff. Next week is busy, busy, busy. Next Wednesday is Champaign, Illinois. Friday night, the prelude to the National. I'll be out there doing that one. That's the second running of the Joe Baggett Memorial Short Track. If you've not been to Peoria Speedway, you need to check that out. If you're going to Thunder Valley, check that out. Saturday night's always one of my favorite races. I haven't been out to Galesburg, Illinois, for quite a while. I've announced that one probably three or four times. It just runs late sometimes, so then getting back from Galesburg back to Peoria is kind of a hassle. So I'm not announcing Galesburg, but I think I'm going to go out there and watch that one with my twin brother. And then Sunday, Thunder Valley. They moved the Peoria TT back to Sunday just to try to see if that will help the attendance. I know it, it was always ran on Sundays, but for some people that come from out of town, it's hard to get back to work for Monday. Or if there's rain... You know, where do you do your rain date? We can't do it the next weekend. We'll all be headed out, you know, to, to Sturgis. So it's a it's a tricky situation, but I think the Peoria Motorcycle Club is trying to get more fans out there, more butts on the side of those hills, more people to buy T-shirts, more people to buy, you know, beer, soft drinks, and, you know, the, the PMC burgers. You know, you got to have people in the seats to make money. So I give, I give them credit for at least trying you know, going back to the Sunday, the traditional Sunday. Well, that's all I got for this week. I knew it was going to be short and sweet because there's no AFT race last week. But that's okay. There's a lot going on. And I had, you know, a lot of results to cover with you folks. I don't really know anything else new. I know Silly Season is really close as we have six races left for American Flat Track. I'm hearing several rumors about people, you know, moving on to different rides. People leaving their rides. And then you got to think about these, you know, couple of kids that are coming up from the amateur classes. Are they going to have rides? Are they going to have to do it, you know, out of their own pocket? Are they going to get help from another team? You know, what's going to happen? So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But it's, you know, it's early. But if you think about it, the season ends September 2nd or 3rd. So it's not really that early because here we are almost the end of July, July, August, September. So the end of the season will be here sooner than normal. So maybe that's why they're already talking about next year. Anyway, that's all I got. Appreciate your time. Smash that like button. Tell all your friends about the podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you listeners. And we'll talk to you next week right here on Off The Groove.